Thanks for listening to the Art Tactic Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Green. In this week's episode of the podcast, we chat with Simone DePuri, an art market and art auction veteran and founder of DePuri. They recently announced the launch of a very innovative and unique curated auction series in which artists and their galleries can sign artworks directly to their auction, and the artists receive the proceeds of the sale, of course, unlike traditional secondary market auctions. There's also an added level of transparency I've never seen before, where the buyer's identity and even underbidders are disclosed to the artist and gallery. Even a few years ago, the idea of artists selling directly at auction seemed improbable, but things have changed so much in such a short period of time, we wanted to speak with Simone DePuri about this new curated auction series. The first auction is Women, Art, and Times of Chaos, and includes artists such as Chloe Weiss, Alison Zuckerman, Genevieve Figgis, and others. The auction will occur on August 25th, and the artworks will be revealed on August 5th on depuri.com. That's D-E-P-U-R-Y.com. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Thanks so much for listening. Simone, thanks so much for joining us. No, great pleasure to speak to you. Absolutely. It's our pleasure to have you on. So, your new auction, Women Art in Times of Chaos, it was just announced, so I'm sure some of our listeners aren't familiar with it yet. But tell us about the concept behind this special auction and how it came about. Yes. Well, first of all, I have been in the art market for 50 years now, so I've been around for quite a while and I've been uh, in the auction business for many years. Um, And uh, what we have witnessed over the last few years is that emerging art has really uh, taken off big time in uh, auctions. Uh, The main reason for that is that when an artist is hot, uh, let's say that artist does 15 or 20 works uh, with the gallery that represents them. Uh, And let's say that for these 15, 20 works, you have far more potential purchases than the 15, 20 works. Uh, Therefore, it's the gallery in that case who chooses to whom they will sell those works. And then you have a large number of people who will remain, you know, (laughs) unsatisfied in the sense that they were not able to get their hands on one of these works. And then what usually happens is that one person who was lucky enough to buy one of these works goes and flips the work and uh, consigns it to an auction of one of the main auction houses. And then given the pent-up demand of all the people who are not able to get a work on the primary market, you have very steep price increases that take place. Now, neither the artist uh, who did the work nor the gallery that champions that artist get anything from those sales. The the sole benefits go to the person who was lucky enough to buy a work on the primary market. So that is one thing that I always felt was not completely fair and not completely right. Also, another thinking behind it is if, if an artist does 20 works that are all of the same size, the gallery will ask 20 times exactly the same price because they will price it the same way given that it's the same size. But out of those 20 works, there are probably three works that are far better than any of the others. And the gallerist could sell that work over and over and over again, except they can't because it only exists once. And therefore, an auction 
will allow you to sell th that particular work for the price it's really worth as a result of the demand for this work. And so that's how the thinking came behind it. I felt one should develop a uh, way for the artists themselves to benefit from the pent-up demand for their work and for the gallerists or dealers who represent them, who after all should get part of the benefits since they are the ones who've been championing the works of these artists. And uh, um, now it's not news that an artist would go directly to the marketplace. Uh, there is this famous auction that took place in 2008 when Damien Hirst consigned uh, quite a large group of works uh, directly to Sotheby's and uh, that auction took place uh, and you know was a big success it was a one one time only event um, and uh, but in, in that particular case uh, to my knowledge the uh, galleries that have uh, helped him uh, to establish him uh, on on the marketplace did not benefit from it so uh, that, that's the thinking behind the sale that is taking place now and we've seen even in the most recent auctions like the may sale that's uh, in new york or or even now in the june auctions in london uh, that you see over and over young artists that just a year ago, uh, their works were selling for very you know, modest prices on the primary market. And suddenly you see that they sell at auction for 10 times the price they, they were selling at less than a year ago on the primary market. And again, the reason behind this is what I've just explained. So... Um, the, the, uh, this auction that I'm going to do will, will be curated. The theme is, as you've said, women art in times of chaos. Uh, so it's only female artists who are consigning works to that particular exhibition slash auction. And um, they, they are only consigning works that they have done over the last two and a half years because these have been very... Uh, tumultuous years for the world at large, uh, you know, with the pandemic, with the global warming accelerating, with war now and with, uh, you know, endless now economic problems. And I mean, you can make a long list of everything that makes the current time uh, chaotic. And uh, so it, I think it is interesting to take a curated approach to have a thematic auction to really put the spotlight on what some talented uh, uh, female artists have done. And um, uh, so that's it. Now, another thing which will be novel is that the purchasers, by participating in the auction, you uh, commit to not resell any of these works for a duration of three years. So the artist consigning uh, can do that in, in a uh, relaxed way because they know that these are works will not immediately reappear at auction. And um, 3%, uh, uh, so 100% of the buyers pre of the excuse me 100 percent of the hammer price will go to the artist and the gallery representing them and then uh out of the buyer's premium that will go to the puree three percent will go to uh the women uh, united nations women uh charity which is the largest women uh, charity in the world so that's in a nutshell, the concept of this auction. You touched on the example of Damien Hirst, who many years ago had a single artist auction in which he sold artworks directly at auction at Christie's. But outside of that, it seems even 
a few years ago, the idea of artists selling directly at auction was very improbable. Why do you think we're at a point now where reputable artists would be interested in participating in an auction like this rather than the auction world being a taboo thing where artists feel like they either can't or shouldn't have anything to do with? Well, I think the main reason is that the artists who participate in this auction that I'm putting together do it with the full blessing of the galleries or the dealers representing them. So it's not something that is happening behind the back of the galleries. We're working with them and the contrary. It's something that has the support of the galleries representing them. And the galleries representing them do see the benefits uh, of it. The other thing that I have not mentioned before is that um, uh, we will... Uh, inform the artists of who has purchased their artworks. So they will know uh, where these artworks will end up in the same way that they do know that when they sell a work on the primary market through their own galleries. And not only that, uh, the Puri will also share with them the information on the underbidders. Uh, will tell them who were the other people who did show an interest on those works. So the intelligence uh, about the sale of their works that normally only goes to the auction company um, will go to the artists and the galleries representing them. This is, again, for something to encourage the galleries to see that this is not at all uh, trying to do something at the detriment um, of, of their hard work. And the contrary, it's something done to help them. And you must not forget that the main auction houses in the 1990s uh, decided to not only do auctions, but also do private sales. Up to that date, private sales were only done by galleries. And meanwhile, uh, while the main auction houses do not divulge their sale totals of private sales, private sales are a key uh, factor in the profitability of the main auction houses. So um, my thinking was, you know, why should, uh, you know, the galleries accept that the auction houses do both, do auctions and private sales. And so therefore, why couldn't uh, galleries sell at auction and benefit directly from it? So that's the kind of thinking behind it. Because also, you know, when you go to a big bank, uh, you do accept the fact that the same institution can do uh, different types of banking. They can do, you know, look after your private assets or they can take, you know, do different things. And uh, uh, the main galleries do know just as well as the main auction houses who the potential buyers are and who the clients are who are looking after the works, who are looking for the works that they sell on the primary market. Yeah, you're really developing a unique, transparent auction, and auctions generally are very opaque, of course. So as you said, you're an auction veteran. I'm wondering how long have you contemplated artists being excluded from the auction process, whether it's artists not participating directly or artists not benefiting financially, and if there was anything that could or should be done about it? 
I would think that it's mainly uh, during the pandemic that the, uh, I have, in a way, mulled over these thoughts. And um, I have developed, uh, particularly in the early stages of the pandemic, when the world was <laughs> more or less in a complete lockdown, uh, a you know a sell, selling platform which allows me to do auctions uh, on you know on electronic auctions, uh, digital auctions, and the pandemic has made it much easier to do auctions. It has demonstrated that you can have very successful auctions without having a single person sick, sitting in a physically in an auction room. It, it is perfectly okay if all the purchasers either are bidding by phone or uh, bidding over their computer or over their iPad or, or cell phones. And um, uh, the other thing the pandemic has demonstrated is that 95% of the works that are sold at auction now are sold to people who have not seen these works physically prior to the auction. Uh, before, one always used to say, no, you can't do that successfully. Well, the, dem the pandemic has shown that you can. And therefore, that's another novel factor in the action auction that I'm now going to organize, is that the artworks will not need to move until after the auction. That is, the artworks will stay with the artist or with the gallery where they are, until the time that the auction has taken place. And then at that moment, a uh, shipping company will then organize the purchase of the work from wherever it is to the new purchaser. And so like that, the artworks, instead of moving twice, at least twice, so very often they move even more because the auction houses send them on tour. So the artworks will actually move only once, which has the great advantage from an environmental point of view is that uh, you only have to move them once. And the other great advantage, of course, by having a digital auction only, is that there will be no printed material anywhere in relation to that auction. I.e., There will not be any uh, physical catalogs. There will not even be a leaflet or an invitation on paper in relation to that auction. And that, again, I feel that uh, we are much more conscious now, uh, and it's heightened consciousness through the pandemic of the very alarming situation that we have uh, environmentally. So even each tiny little step that every one of us can do in that direction is probably a good thing. So some of the artists included in the auction that you have coming up, Women, Art in Times of Chaos, include Chloe Weiss, Alison Zuckerman, Genevieve Figgis, and others. I'm curious, what were conversations like with artists when you approached them? What was most exciting to them about participating in, in an auction like this? And were some artists hesitant and maybe didn't want to participate at auction? I think that generally... There has been this feeling, you know, that on one hand, there is the auction world with a big event, which are the big auction weeks of the main auction houses. And the other hand, you have for the galleries, the big art fairs, which are the kind of the main events where uh, all the galleries sell their best things. And you have the same audience, <laughs> the same people who buy in both, both of these events. And uh, but there used to be a kind of a artificial competition between these two worlds uh, and 
But the reality is that the auction world cannot be successful unless there is a very successful primary market and a very successful uh, market for fairs and galleries, and vice versa. Galleries cannot be successful unless there is a very good auction market, because whenever you sell something privately in a gallery, you want to know if the price you're being asked is uh, legitimate. And the only way to demonstrate this is to compare it to similar artworks that have been sold at auction. So in other words, both these worlds that have always been viewed as being an intense competition have everything to gain from being both successful. And so as a result of that, I think some uh, artists who have been in the marketplace for a long time are very, very scared when they hear speak about auctions. And, uh, and some of the galleries that have been around for a long, long time are equally scared and uh, uh, suspicious of anything to do with auctions. And it is really some younger artists who don't have any preconceived ideas, who are much more open to try things in a new way. It's not because one thing has always been done in a certain way that you can't change them. And the country, I feel we need to change. And that's the one positive thing of, of, of COVID is that it has caused a lot of innovation. The art market was very resistant to the digital revolution. It's from all the markets, possibly the one market that has most successfully resisted the revolution caused by um, you know, the internet and all of that. And in two and a half years of COVID, the art market has now made up for 10 years uh, in which they were way behind in that respect. So I think that it's the young generation, they are the ones who will make it happen. So it's the young artists who are not scared of doing something new and try something new. And um, so that's what I find exciting about the times we live in now. And so women artists are the focal point of this first auction. Why did you choose that focus? So women artists are the focus of this initial auction. So each mm -hmm. auction will have a different theme. Okay. And, um, uh, and the artists will be chosen in relation to each theme. And also each auction will have a charitable component uh, of 3%, which will go to a charity that is linked to the theme of the auction. So, you know, they, I, I'm not going to divulge now what the themes are of future auctions, but uh, I think it makes an auction also much more interesting when there is a theme around it and it just is not just due to the uh, whoever wanted to sell now a given work by a given artist. And so the artworks will be included on depuri.com, that's D-E-P-U-R-Y.com, beginning August 5th, and the auction actually takes place on August 25th. If our listeners want to potentially participate in the auction, how can they do that? So they, they can then register on the website and they will be able to follow the auction live. Uh, it's an auction in real time and they will be able to bid through their phones or through their computers. And uh, it will be my voice live, but it will be an avatar, a kind of a caricature of myself who they will see <laughs> on the screen as opposed to seeing me. And uh, that's just to make it a little you know, more fun than just seeing figures going up and making it a little bit entertainment, entertaining and add a touch of humor. 
Uh, it sounds like it'll be a fun experience. We'll definitely be watching. Simone, thanks so much again for coming on and chatting with us about this new auction series you have that seems really innovative and exciting. Thanks so much again for speaking with us. Not at all. No, no. Great, great pleasure, Adam, to speak to you.